0: to Chaos and Christ podcast. I'm your host Alexi Felix. Today is going to be a very awesome conversation because if you've seen the speech that Biden gave, you know I got to talk about that. That is the most divisive speech I've probably ever heard in American history, and it's exactly what I always said it would be under his presidency because it was all on the walls it was written all over the walls it was obvious to me and a lot of other other americans would obviously agree but if you are still thinking that biden and the left and the democrat party isn't about total complete tyranny after this speech then i i can't help you you are lost to it all you probably bought into Kool Aid, but Biden, Joe Biden, gives the worst speech ever in the history of America. He said nothing for the most part in the speech, so I was watching it for a little while. And in the beginning, it's all propagandizing. He's saying all sorts of words that are supposed to stir up people's emotions, and he sucks at it. Like he really doesn't have any charisma behind anything he says. His, I mean, he starts speaking, and his voice is completely hoarse. He's cracked up. He's a hot mess. He's not saying anything special. He keeps referring to words as the soul, democracy, what we are, who we've been, all these words, right? He said nothing. He said nothing until he started to say something that I think was the main point of his whole conversation in the first place, inciting against half of the country as a threat to, quote unquote, democracy, those whom he called MAGA Republicans conservatives which is really anyone who has an America first agenda in their minds who would prefer that America would be placed first voting conservatively as a republican they are we are a threat to democracy and this is his message now this was supposed to be a message of unity but instead it just you know it was very dividing so great old president biden the unifier of us all inciting one group of americans to completely hate the other and tell them we're a threat to democracy which by the way we are a constitutional republic that's a whole different conversation but the more they keep saying democracy 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 i swear it's it's on purpose it's just to continuously get into the minds of people who don't know the difference between a constitutional republic and a democratic state Or democracy. Anyway, I digress from that. Everything else was propagandizing and it was almost like he was campaigning because eventually he started to call for votes, right? Because that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to need votes. And clearly the numbers, the polls have been against Biden. Everything that he's ever been speaking about these last couple of, of one or two years has shown that Biden was everything that people thought Trump was supposed to be a dictator. A dictator. Now, he keeps referring to things like the soul of America, which starts to get real creepy the more he says it, the soul of America. And clearly, this is more than just a political ideology or sort of way of policies that they're trying to infiltrate. They're not just trying to put in some new policies that are far left leaning, which they are, but they're also trying to win your soul. I mean, this is like straight up cultish kind of stuff, right? But I'm telling you, the whole speech was really an attack. I mean, this is a speech where you you really get concerned because it was supposed to be uniting, but all we got was that MAGA Republicans are a threat. Here's my question. Just a question. If you felt like something was a threat, like a serious threat, then what do you do to threats? You exterminate it or you put it away somewhere far, far away where it cannot threaten your way of life anymore. Do you see what I'm trying to get at? Most of the time when a threat is presenting itself and it's a true to God threat, I mean, it is a threat against your life. You have two options. You either figure out how you can separate yourself from the threat as far as possible, or you exterminate it. You kill it. So, I mean, not to sound extreme or to sound you know, like I'm kind of, you know, kind of going down the deep end here, but I mean, what is he thinking? What are they thinking? Those that wrote his speech, what are they thinking when they say the MAGA Republicans are a threat? Just a question. It's just a question for you to really consider. This is a very messed up speech, by the way, nothing that we've ever seen in the history of the United States. But of course, everybody started to attack him on Twitter. Uh, Dictator started to trend on Twitter and pedo Hitler started to trend on Twitter. That's right. So clearly it didn't resonate well with Americans. All right. Clearly this is not something we want to hear. And if you are more left-leaning liberal, you should not want to hear that either. Because on the other side of it, like whom you thought Trump was supposed to be, if he'd have given you that speech, you would have been freaked out as well, 100%. And honestly, the media would have been all over it, except that the media is painting Biden to have just given the best speech of all time. But in reality, we know what this really is. So today, a day later, we get a a recanting almost, a, a walk back of the statements that he made. On the Gateway Pundit, there's a, Uh, title reads, that was quick. (laughs) Joe Biden walks back sick attacks on MAGA. Quote, I don't consider any Trump supporter a threat to the country. Nah, bro. Keep that same energy. All right. You said it. You meant it. You knew what you were doing. Don't try to walk it back now because it's not looking good for you. The poll numbers weren't looking good for you then, and they definitely do not look good for you now. But stay on your lane, keep going. I'd rather you be upfront about it. You you are saying the quiet part out loud, and at least that way we know what we're dealing with. So keep that same energy. In my opinion, here are the couple things that he said in his speech before we talk about him walking back his attacks, Biden added, MAGA Republicans embrace anger, thrive on chaos, live in shadow of lies. And then he also said that MAGA Republicans are a clear and present danger to our democracy. There goes that democracy again. So what is he saying now, right? What is he saying now, as opposed to what he said yesterday? Quote, when people voted for Donald Trump and support him now, they weren't voting for attacking the Capitol, they weren't voting for overruling the election. They were going for a philosophy he put forward. That's what he's saying now. He did condemn the Trump supporters who attacked the Capitol in the January 6th insurrection and those who attempted to overturn the 2020 election results, which by the way, if you've seen the videos, like the actual inside videos of the Capitol, there was no attack. These officers... They were holding the line against all the supporters, which they did not infiltrate until the officers backed up and let them in. He basically signaled them in. You see them waving them inside. This was a planned idea. So that way they can run the whole January 6th committee and and speech and narrative to the ground that this was a a day of infamy and, and an attack on the American capital as the worst day ever. All right. So... I digress with all that stuff. He wants to condemn that fine. By all means. He, he insisted his speech was directed at those who attack democracy again, democracy quote. I do think anyone who calls for the use of violence fails to condemn violence when it's used, refuses to acknowledge in an election has been won insist upon changing the way in which the rules and we count votes. That is a threat to Democracy, democracy, And everything that we stand for, everything we stand for rests on the platform of democracy. I'm literally reading a quote by him. So if it doesn't make sense, that's Joe Biden. That's your president. So that's literally what he is saying. But at the end of the day, that speech was for all American citizens who want America first, who vote America first, who vote for Trump support, uh, who supported Trump and his campaign. That's not just for those he claims are far right MAGA conservatives. But that there are some mainstream Republicans that are good because end quote, I worked with them. He's talking about rhinos. He's he's not talking about real conservatives. Yeah, there are there is a Republican party, but I promise you there are some in there that have been in there way too long who are just as tied up with the Democrat Party as they as the left themselves are. All right. So they're Republicans by title, but they're not true conservatives. They they have no desire for America to be first. It's all about them, their pockets, and their power. So that's who he's talking about. So aside from all those people, the rest of the people he's still, he's still saying is a threat, but that's you and me, and that's anyone who wants America first. That's, that's, uh, that's what we got coming up here. Now, I believe he walks it back because of the backlash, because obviously, it's not good. It's not a good idea, because even people that are left-leaning, who have common sense, and can kind of read the tea leaves, are probably saying... This doesn't sound right either. This isn't, this isn't, I didn't know this was going to go this far. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some real left-leaning, useful idiots out there. And, you know, they're going to get theirs eventually. But I I think for the most part, they are starting to realize they need to kind of reel that back in. Because it's not looking good for Joe Biden coming up. Now, whether that's because he thinks that Trump is going to run, and he's for sure going to lose. I don't know because I still have my qualms about elections. I don't know if I trust it. And if he is really a dictator and we are living under dictatorship, you can't vote that out. As a matter of fact, on Instagram, someone commented that to me saying you can't vote out dictators. And in my response was, well, get ready for the ride of your life then, because it's about to get real. This was a serious threat and a threat towards Republicans or conservatives that want to see America first. Now, let me kind of backtrack a little bit uh, w- when he's uh, talking about this uh, MAGA Republicans embrace anger, thrive, or chaos, live in shadow of lies. He, he says that about MAGA Republicans but in reality, that is who they are. They are the ones that thrive on chaos. They are the ones that live in the shadow of lies. They are literally gaslighting you every which way possible. The White House press secretary lies to your face like you're a toddler as if you, you didn't live yesterday and saw what was happening. Can't even accept the fact that we can see with video people crossing over the border, open border, and she's saying that that's not what's happening. Literally can see it. You can go online. It doesn't even take that long. They are gaslighting you. Chaos? Do you want to talk about chaos? Well, what about Black Lives Matter when they had those riots, destroyed those businesses, killed some people, killed some some conservative people? What happened to that? No one condemned them for the violence that they did. Not once. Antifa? Where's the condemnation on Antifa? But MAGA is the one that lives on and thrives on chaos. I'm telling you, everything they blame you for, they're really uh, guilty of uh, a clear and present danger to our democracy they are the ones that are clear and present danger to our quote-unquote democracy in reality they're a threat and present danger to our constitutional republic which they're working endlessly to destroy and bring down to bring about a new world order so all that I just wanted to get to uh, and say that stuff but really all this does in my opinion just fires up real patriots in which uh, he calls the a threat to democracy. Real patriots are only getting fueled up. He calls mega chaotic and violent. But all those things that I said, what about those things? And then what about the fentanyl crisis is going on because of the open border? The drug overdose is skyrocketing. And when questioning the White House press secretary of what they're doing, they basically tell us, Well, we are acknowledging that this is a day of overdose. Uh, There's like a memorial day for overdose. And that's as much as they said. And then about some money, $10 billion on some vague thing. No answers there. Nothing going on there. People rob in broad daylight on cameras without repercussion. Go on Instagram, look up some accounts. You can see people literally breaking down stores, broad daylight, and most of them aren't wearing masks or anything like that because they know nothing's going to happen to them They come in four deep. They got bags. They break down the glasses. They rob the jewelry Everyone records them and they dip that's the america that we're living in right now And so MAGA's is chaotic. Anyway This is what a speech That dictators do Are made of a speech dictators are made of it's divisive It's evil and we never seen this in the history of our country and now I When I talk about all this, all this will only just kind of grow some concern for the rest of us. And people will start to really wonder what's happening here. And maybe there's a serious anger and fear that stirs up a lot of emotions. It's a lot to take in. Well, obviously, this is chaos and this is Christ. And I'm here to tell you Christ is still king and he still remains on the throne. And so with that, now for the moment of hope, let's get into scripture. (laughs) Now, before I read the passage, I have to say this, if it is fear that you have, then it is because there are two things that you are wrestling with the idea of suffering and or death under totalitarian rule, and that we are somehow abandoned to evil and wickedness. But I have to say this as a Christian who loves the Lord and loves the truth, that the real tyranny isn't so much under liberal rule, Democratic Party, under President Joe Biden, under the World Economic Forum, under the World Health Organization. It isn't, I mean, they are tyrannical and they intend to rule over, absolutely. But the real tyranny is sin. And the real dictator is Satan and the lies many of us have believed more so than the government's lies. And see, that's the real thing that we have to really deal with here. Because all that stuff, all that we're seeing from tyrants, from the Bidens of the world, from antifa blm the transgender movement the the lgbtq plus a plus b movement all of them and and their attempts to indoctrinate the children step into the schools and 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 feed them this disgustingness all that is just a matter of the heart being corrupted in sin and dead and if there is no true god that is guiding their their mind and their vision and their hearts then they are, they are a, a God to themselves and whatever goes, right? That is the problem here. And so our problem needs to, to be you know, a little bit more situated. We need to really be honest about exactly where we're at. Real tyranny is sin. And the dictator is Satan and the lies. And, when, and too many of us have believed those lies, And so I have to tell you that as much as I'm a conservative and want to see really good, real conservative politicians, and I am not one to walk away from politics, clearly I'm talking about it. I think we should engage into it. I think we should be made aware of it. But Republicans aren't going to save you. They're not going to save us. They're not the saviors. Trump isn't our answer, and even the rumors of DeSantis, you know, possibly running, I like the guy, but he's not our answer either. It's not the case. Christ is king and he died on the cross for us. And until we bow the knee to King Jesus and confess our sins, we will remain under tyranny no matter how conservative the government may become. We may get some good policies, but we have been divided and polarized. If you see Trump back in office, do you think the culture flips tomorrow and everyone's at peace? It's been lit. The fire has been lit. There is judgment upon us. Can't you see it? I mean, it is quite obvious to us all. The immoral, sexually immoral, depraved way that this culture is going is a significant indicator that we are under judgment and that there is a deeper problem going on beyond politics. Politics is just revealing to us where we are truly deep inside. And there is a battle for the soul, which is why you wonder why Biden keeps talking about the soul of America when King Jesus, who died on the cross, is fighting for your soul too. Not fighting though, forgive me, theologically that may not come out correct, but for those that hear me, understand that he died for you so that you could be saved and be redeemed from the tyranny of sin. So that's something to really think about. We have a responsibility to resist tyrants and overreach a government men should be willing to take that stand and fight for freedom and love of country, even if it means we lose our lives. I believe that. I think it's time that men start to pick their battles, find out what they are good at, skillful at, train, prepare, work hard, start businesses, do these things, raise your families, create more families, right? create more. But all of that, Unless you bow to Christ and unless you place your trust in him, all of that, even dying for this country, which I love this country, but I love Christ more. When you die for this country and you die without Christ, you die under the tyranny of sin and your God has always been Satan. And that is the reality. And I keep saying that word. I don't like saying that word like I got to pick a different word, but it is the truth. And so I would be remiss if I'm here telling you, hey, vote red, do it, please, please. (laughs) Let's get these Democrats out. But at the, the thing that's most important is that you trust in Christ and confess your sins and repent of it because the real tyranny is deeper. And if you haven't noticed, it's right in front of our eyes. And that is the most important thing. Now, once all that is done, once you actually place your trust in Christ and you you stop relying on your own strength and you humble yourself before the creator, then we can make sense of this patriotism. And then this passage, this verse that I'm going to read in Psalms 46 will simply resonate and give you the encouragement and the comfort that we need moving forward for the times to come. And so with that being said, let's go ahead and read this psalms chapter 46 in its entirety god is our refuge and strength a very help in trouble therefore we will not fear though the earth shakes and the mountains slip into the heart of the sea though its waters roar and foam though the mountains quake at its swelling pride there is a river whose streams make the city of God happy, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar, the kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice, the earth quaked. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come behold the works of the Lord who has inflicted horrific events on the earth. Man, he makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. And in verse 10, it, it, it's something to really sit on and chew on. Stop striving and know that I am God. Other versions say, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Be still and know that he is God. And then act like men and defend your own. It, it gets kind of crazy. That doesn't mean that you do not go out and stand firm and pick that battle and and go ahead and pursue that. Our future, the generations to come, our kids, kids, they're going to have to live through this stuff. So what do we do now that will set up the rest of the 100, 200, 300 years for the next generations to come until Christ returns? You could have a pestic view of the future. By all means, you choose that. I don't. I know what sin does. So it drives us into a chaotic time and darkness can, can happen. But ultimately God's kingdom is spreading and the truth is, is spreading around and he will subdue the earth. So in the meantime, we were placed for such a time as this to live for such a time as this, to preach the gospel and to build and to fight, but also to remember to be still when the time is to be still because he is God. So be still and know that he is God and then act like men and defend your own. Because remember, in the midst of chaos, Christ is there. If you found this valuable and encouraging, make sure to follow and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen on. Leave a star rating and review and share this with someone who needs hope from chaos and the light of Christ. God bless you and until next time.